It's time for Biscuits and Gravy. Yeah, it is. On KTU 88.5 FM, Kahului, Maui. The voice of Maui. Biscuits and Gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people. Nazi whale margarine pirates. So far, I've had seven McRibs. Palabak. Pol Pot Pie. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators. Oh, like a slaughterhouse sangria. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Aloha Biscuitiers. You got dialed in to the Biscuit Boys on KKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. We got one fact filled episode for you today. That's right, baby. Right. This is BGR. This is not the lamestream media. They're always lying to you, they're always trying to divide and conquer the world. But we know that nothing brings the world together. Like Christmas. Like, and a little bit of biscuits and gravy. There's nothing divisive Cheers. about a Christian holiday. Yeah, dog. <laughs> the war on Christmas. And speaking of which, it's also Hanukkah, isn't it? Yeah, uh, dog. Day three. Day four? Here's some, uh, here's some Hanukkah chocolate coins for you guys as well. That's cool. Those are nice. Yeah, yeah. dog. It's cool. Oh, it, what's that sultry voice in here? That's right. We have a special studio guest today. Hello. In the studio, we have the one, the only Doc Titanium. Yes. <laughs> wow. That? How long has it been since you've been on the Biscuits and Gravy show? Uh, it's on. Let's see. When did COVID start? Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> You're not listening to the Biscuits and Gravy show if you think COVID started. Okay? Okay? Oh, you mean the pandemic? Yeah. The pandemic. Yeah, okay, Nick Nealship. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. listening to this thing about right-wing radio, and they were playing clips, and I, I thought that whole, like, the vaccine is the mark of the beast, yes. and it connects to, to your 5G and your bloodstream. I thought that was just, like, Facebook conspiracy nonsense. This is, like, actual people on the radio with, like, national radio shows saying that Could on the radio. It, Don't people... let anybody on the radio. Yeah, That's I what... mean, yeah, clearly. <laughs> Ted, you're a doctor. Is Is that real? Yes. You're, you're a Christian doctor. Is the vaccine We're the mark of the beast? Uh, no, the mark of the beast is those little chips you put in dogs to locate them. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually all about that. I'm about, I love it. I want it in my life. It's veterinarians that are uh, the real Satan's helpers. Right. This yeah. season. I always, I'm always very, very aware of that. I, I think them. my dog has that. Does your dog have the mark of the beast? Uh, yes, both we of them We should do. start like a dog, dog tracking company. Fleas. Just call it Mark of the Beast. Yeah. My dog has fleas. Coming on the show, we got a special episode. We're going to talk <clears> a lot <throat> about Gluttony Club, a little about Christmas, even more about Weird Al Yankovic. And he ground up for Rudolph into reindeer sausage. No, we're not, we're not doing a whole bunch of crazy biscuits and gravy nonsense. We're here today to celebrate... <laughs> The Christmas season and the holiday spirit. The holiday season and a do do do. It's our Christmas spectacular. It's also it Gravy is. Day. It is National Gravy Day. Is it I really? Mean, it's not na- our National Gravy Day. It's, it's Australia. for Australia. <laughs> if that even exists. If you live in the nation of Australia, it's your it's Gravy the Day. The continent of Australia. But today's the day when you start making the gravy, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Which is it seems it's weird because it's like. <laughs> It's a national day. <laughs> it seems weird that, like, when you look up uh, Australian Christmas stuff, because it's like 110 degrees in uh-huh. Australia right now. <laughs> yeah. It's weird that, like, Christmas is a summer holiday for them. For half of the world. That's yeah. Crazy. Oh, it's... yes. It's so frigid here in Maui. It's, yes. <laughs> it's miserable. We had rain for a day. It did. Yeah, but it's still technically <laughs> winter. It's our winter. Yeah. It dropped from 86 to 84 and a half. Yeah. Somebody, <laughs> somebody <laughs> called when it was raining the other day. Somebody was like, yeah, it's a Hawaiian snow day. Oh, I believe it. We got a lot going on. This today. is the time of year where you watch. Have you ever seen that movie Frozen? 
Ted? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Teddy and Ted, you have three girls. Three children. small children. So can you tell me what, what scene is this from? Uh, the climax. <laughs> That's Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't remember seeing that scene from Frozen. Uh, let it go, man. Is that Frozen? <laughs> I'm holding that, it. Let it go. <laughs> is that my final fantasy? Uh, yeah, I think even cartoon porn here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. No, like that's, that was live action. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, wow but a, there's there's some a lot of airbrushing. There man. is Did you some say good Eva Elfie. <laughs> a- Eva Elfie is first of all very festive around this time of year, and then they'll be saying howdy ho. Oh, oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. Now, today is brought to us by Venture Physical Therapy. We're finally going to plug it more than once. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So we we always on the show always plug Venture Physical Therapy. Always. And so we should also mention that Ted Anderson, you are the the founder and. Uh, are you like the CEO? CFO. CFO. C- owner. I just say owner. Owner, owner operator. Owner, owner operator, operator, proprietor. Yeah. Director of rehabilitation services. Of venture physical oh, therapy. I love it. Can you say that one more time? Director of rehabilitation services. Guys, if you didn't get a tingle up in your jingle, put the mic put the put your stereo right in your lap. Get it. Just get it. It's gonna make you feel good. To the director of rehabilitation oh, services. Lordy. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I don't or, know. That's tickling my dust drum. Dr. For short. Oh, is that why right. you're? Is that why you're a doctor? <laughs> you're the director of rehabilitation. I'm a dur. I'm not even a doctor. Yeah. Dur. Durs. Dur, dur, dur. no. uh, and so dur to support to support rehabilitation, uh, not only do we plug venture physical therapy, but Chuck <laughs> also goes out and hits people with his car. Yes. Yeah, which is fantastic. A lot of yeah. business. Holiday yeah, he's drumming up a lot of business for venture physical therapy. You got to take your plates off, man. Though. Yeah. A lot of people are starting to get wise. Open wide <laughs> the doors of Chrysler, and I just open up my car door and hit them. That's how you do it. The doors of Chrysler? Yeah, open wide the doors of Chrysler. Mm, I see. Just got to clip them. Clip. You don't want to hit people with the front. When you, you don't want to run them over. You want to open your door going about 40 miles an hour. Just enough to hit them. Or if you if you see if you're parked in traffic and uh, you see like one of those guys on the motorcycle coming down the center aisle, just open your passenger door. Oh yeah, it's the best time to do it. Just clip them. It's not illegal. God doesn't because he's not supposed to be driving down the. Wait wait wait. So as you're driving down, lean all the way over the car and get the passenger door. Or no, no, have your passenger do it. Your carpooling, (laughs) Ted. Yeah, you're not some type of Republican heathen that drives solo. So driving around rolling coal. Yeah. Rolling coal. Rolling coal is good to, t- to do around this time of year. What? You don't what? know about rolling coal? Oh my God, really? What is rolling coal? Okay, so because because Republicans don't like being told to reduce their emissions, okay. um, to rub it in people's faces and to own the libs, some people installed this stuff that m- creates black plumes of smoke behind the back of their truck. Oh, all right. Just to like intentionally create as much air pollution and smog and it, as possible. And it really doesn't. It doesn't affect the smog. It just looks gross, but they'll they'll run the exhaust uh, oh. tailpipes out the side so they can shoot it directly at cars next to them. Oh. Yeah. It's funny because Chuck's cars used to do that by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I thought I was being environmentally friendly by buying cars. Yeah, I had a Chevy Corsica that would do that when I would gun it at, like, at a green light. <laughs> yeah, I was like, please don't make me do this. <laughs> I actually, uh, my old Chevy Corsica, it was like a 93 Chevy Corsica. It was the first car that I bought when I got on island, my first Maui Cruiser. And I was like trying to make a yellow light one time, so I like, stepped on the gas, and just a big like explosion of black smoke came out the back. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just gonna drive this car into a ditch. 
So speaking of running people over, the Kihei Roundabout is about to open up soon. Oh, my God. It, as if it wasn't possible for the traffic to get any worse, it was somehow worse this morning. Yeah, yeah. It, took me for, it took me 45 minutes to get here today. That's how important the Biscuits and Gravy show is. I love it. Thank you, guys. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on up there, but I uh, just want to blow that whole thing up. Well, these are actually my solutions to the Kihei Roundabout. Do you guys want to hear about Wait. it? And I've, I, this is something I've been, pl- I've been wanting to do for a long time. Okay. We should just get rid of cars in Kihei and make all the billionaires buy us all golf golf carts i want all a kihei you drive to the you drive to the high school you park your car every car gets two spots oh, like a park and ride you park and then you get your <coughs> your golf cart and then for all the kihei wailea and mckenna down to la peruse even even we'll go all the way to the harbor you have to use a golf so cart. did you get that link that i sent you to yeah! the video so chuck has been telling me about this plan to turn all of like kihei into like a, a gated community where you just drive golf carts around yep and then I was looking online and I found there's this giant plan development in – it's like a planned gated community in Florida. Yeah. It's the largest one in the yeah. world. Yep. I forget what it's called. It's a lake something. It's called and, whites only. And it's all – you have to be like 55 to get in. And that's it's, the other thing. The whole, gears, the whole thing is an entire town that's a planned gated community. And they have like – it's like – they have like – 12 Bars golf courses everywhere. and everybody drives around in golf carts you it, can own a car you want, but there's all golf cart paths throughout the entire it's all town pedestrian friendly and there's like one. golf cart bridges and tunnels and everything it's so cool all right, so that's my I'm plan like, number I can't one. wait till when, when Chuck and I turn 55, we're definitely going to move there together. Why, also, why does it have to be 55? I feel so sorry for Diana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. She's not coming. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, her and Christy Chuck would and love that. Roommate. Yeah, they'd love it if we leave to Florida for yeah. six months. <laughs> <laughs> That's their Christmas present. All right, all right. So that was, uh, that was my, my solution number one to the Kihei roundabout, right? My solution number two, in case that one doesn't work. That's not a solution. Is, you're you're doubling the amount of vehicles on the road. Yeah, right. <laughs> and making them slower. Is, but you can drink and drive. It's a solution. Then oh, making them true. more dangerous. <laughs> so it's all to give more people to venture physical therapy. The second thing is there you go. South Maui should just take a siesta. When a half an hour before school gets out to a half an hour after school gets out everything should just shut down except oh, like for spain kids. yeah like spain yeah we should do we, i don't know why we don't do siestas here in america just, it's so hot yeah why are people even driving at 315 especially like anyway? i can i can see why they don't do it on the mainland but here in maui i feel like i feel like the people the residents of hawaii would really get behind the siesta culture yeah, so I would I would like that. Just have it closed down, you know? And tourists, too. I think tourists would be totally into that. They're already doing that. Uh, so They're already number, getting up early yeah. at like 6 in the morning and go snorkeling. Naps, Come home from snorkeling. You drink some booze. You take a nap. Have a little sangria, a little slaughterhouse sangria. All right. We should talk about uh, one of our other supporters, Gilligan's Open Mic. Ooh. <laughs> Gilligan's Open Mic. Uh, Gilligan's. Uh, they have not had it the last two weeks only because they were busy with other stuff. But uh, as a rule, usually they do have Open Mic on Tuesdays from like 8 to 10-ish. And you should go there and sign up. And so if you're a fan of comedy, don't forget that you can come check us out. Uh, Chuck and I are mostly there most of the time. Shahane is always there. They have cornhole now, which is always. really fun. 
Yeah. And even a friend of the show, Ted Anderson, has been known to show up. Yes, I, Ted I Anderson, do. you said you had some great news with us. Not <clears> only <throat> here to share the love that is venture physical therapy, not only here to show the in-depth humor that is Ted Anderson, <clears throat> but you've lined up some sweet, sweet comedy shows. Yeah, so I have, uh, I'm opening at the Mac for Pauly Shore on January 9th. The Mac? The Mac. Nothing says arts oh. and culture like Ted Anderson. I believe right? uh, Chino's on that show as well, yeah, right? me and Chino are going to do it. Wow. Chino. <clears throat> so you guys should come. You guys should. Uh... Oh, I'm coming already, baby. I'm very supportive. It's very sticky. When right is there. that? <laughs> Horrible. When, what day is it? January 9th, whatever no, I mean, that is. Like today. What day is it? Oh, uh, no, just, uh, ah, 21st. All right. All right. And then. Uh, no, January 9th, do you know what day of the week that is? Um, no, I do not. Interesting. I don't Interesting. rarely know what the day of the week is that I'm on. <laughs> it's we know it's Wednesday because biscuits and gravy day. That's, that's, that's all right. I know. On KKU eighty eight point five, the voice of gravy. And you'll be feeling good on a Wednesday if you tune in the biscuits and gravy on eighty eight point five KKU, the voice of gravy. Don't forget that if you are listening to us live on the radio, not this week because the telecaster is down, but usually most weeks we are being live broadcast on channel fifty five, so you can watch. Us on TV on a cock. You can watch us live and see what kind of shenanigans we get up to on live TV because they can't stop us. Also, if you're listening to us live, don't forget that you can check out all of our past episodes if you go to our website, which is biscuitwars.com. Biscuitwars.com. You can also look us up anywhere that you get your podcasts like Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, all those places. Napster. Napster, yeah, Torinus, just search LimeWire, LimeWire, Lime Morpheus, just just Google uh, biscuits and gravy eight oh eight. You'll be able to find us on Pirates Bay, on Pirate Bay, oh, yeah. torrent all of our past episodes. I'm putting them up. Also, I just want to give a shout out to. All right, so this is weird. I was looking at the the analytics yesterday, Chuck. This is a little bit of a conspiracy too. You looking and at analytics? I was looking up the analytics on our show, and I saw that we had like three hundred listens uh, in Ashburn, Virginia, oh. and also Tappahannock, Virginia. That's which, right outside. Uh, which is really Washington bizarre right? because, first of all, we don't know anybody from there. No, it's not right? West Virginia. So if so, if you are in Ashburn, Virginia, or Tappahannock, Virginia, give us a call uh, or send us an email. Just let us know like how you found us. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's, the FBI, find... the FBI is not allowed to directly reach we're out a, if yeah. you're under investigation. And, and that's all. That's the other thing is that both these places are right outside of DC. Yeah. So I'm thinking either we randomly have a bunch of fans in like Virginia, in the Virginia suburban DC area, Clearly. or the lizard people have caught on to our show. That's exactly what I was going to say. We are being tracked <laughs> by the government, and people in DC are actually listening to our show and. Uh, they're listening for all those conspiracies that we do. <laughs> they know yeah. too much. They know that we're onto us. We're one step ahead of the shoeshine on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so if you are a member of the FBI, give us a call, 808-873-3435. We want to hear from you. Yeah, that's what, right. what conspiracies have has Chuck made up that turned out to be true that it's has got right. us on some sort of watch list? As you guys know, list? I lie in a pool of gravy all night, and I just see the future Dude, of Dude, we were right about Havana Syndrome. I was right! And you were right about um, that fox attacking Democrats outside of DC. Right we were right about a, a demon fox getting loose and attacking people in DC. We yep. called that. I was right about Bruce Willis having something wrong with it. We were also right about Bruce Willis having some sort of de- degenerative disease yeah. as well. Although I may have said 
crippling cocaine addict. And yeah, I, my guess like was oxy habit. I, <laughs> I thought he had some sort of opiate addiction. Like, but you knew something was wrong, and that's where a diagnosis gambling, starts. Yeah, exactly. Gambling his life and career away. They made a movie here in Hawaii. With that, with that guy, he's totally not gay. And he's a lot like, of plastic surgery. And there's also like seven in Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think he was like, he, I think he was filming multiple movies at the same time. They had, just had different cameras. I, no, so, okay, here's a conspiracy theory. I just saw him in a Gorillaz uh, music video from like what? 2020 or something like that. And so this is what I think Bruce Willis, he knew he had this diagnosis and he'd only have so much more time to make money. And so I think he was doing as much as he possibly could before he couldn't do any more. Like, yeah. I think he knew it was coming, and he just... Well, you got to make hay while the sun is shining. Yeah. That's right. Which is actually dumb, because you can make hay when the sun is not shining also. Yeah, dog. And so you know you're... the steps of photosynthesis? You need dark, bro. You're, you're, like, missing half of the, the hay-making time if you're only making hay while the sun's out, because you can also make hay in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, with, with farm lights. Actually, can I dork out PT thing? I would love for, to. Can I do... I, they keep saying he has aphasia, but they won't say what kind of aphasia he has. I mean, has. you are the sponsor of the show, so right? you yes. can do whatever you want. <laughs> I want, right? So there's different kinds of aphasia, right? So there's receptive aphasia, where people can talk to you and you don't understand what's coming in. That's our listeners right now. Okay. Then you have uh, you have expressive aphasia, where you can't express any emotion on your face, which I think is what he has. Like the girl from Twilight? Kristen Stewart? Yeah, it yes. never stopped her from yes. having a successful career. movie career. Career. Oh, debatable. Um, and then there's... <laughs> Then there's there's uh, fluent aphasia or Wernicke's aphasia, Ooh. which is where you just can't stop talking, but it's complete non sequiturs. So rectangle, carburetor, daisy, four. Now, two, doesn't two, two, that two. also happen to people are like huge, huge alcoholic and substance abuse? They, it rocks their cerebral cortex, and they get what's called a dry drunk. Oh, and even though they're sober, they just talk like someone who's blackout drunk talking nonsense. Yes, so there's that, and then there's also oh god, what's it called? There's a uh, a type of ataxia that specifically goes to alcoholics because the cerebellum that does balance mm-hmm. in the back it's of the brain, a, that if little you drink brain, enough, yeah, it gets eat up, and you so can just become permanently drunk. And yeah. So, so one Bonus. The, so that's one of the things that happens is sometimes these mental changes aren't from the alcohol. It's from the cerebellum and the balance disorder, and they fall so many times that they just get uh, uh, chronic head injuries hmm. from just hitting oh sidewalks God. again and again and again. So there is a, a type of aphasia that comes or a type of uh, – like drunken frontal lobe processing that comes from the damage, but they think that much more of it is just from falling down and hitting their heads. <laughs> this will all be covered when Ted opens up for Polly Shore. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're finding this uh, really fascinating and hilarious, you're gonna love Ted's comedy. Uh, Go check no, him out at the Mac. You're just so smart and what you're you're a true Renaissance man. Um, also, can we Polly Shore based on his uh, comedy he did last time? Why is this show not on January sixth? Come on, he's Come not. On. He's not. Come on, he's not the the voice of Jimmy Pesto. Come oh. on. Ow. <laughs> Ow. And uh, all you need to know about Bob's Burgers, bro. <laughs> all you need to know about Paulie Shore's comedy is that the show is going to be in the real McCoy Theater. <laughs> Uh, he does. What? He break I, dances instead of punchlines, which is fantastic. You know what? Not, not for nothing. I got a chance to hang out with him after uh, the the show last. Wasn't he year. there with like a porn star? He was there with a porn star, and I tried so hard to get her on my show, and I don't think she knew what I was talking about. Dude, porn my, star or prostitute from White? No, no, no. Like, my friend really was a legit porn star. Friend of the show, Quigley. Aubrey my, Snow. my friend who is also my best man. He is like the biggest 
Pauly Shore fan of all time. He loves Pauly Shore so much. And so, you know, Pauly Shore does have a very large and devoted fan base, and I think uh, they're going to eat it up when he comes out here. He's got a huge draw. Yes, as does Ted. And he's just a nice guy, and uh, and he's sort of like comedy royalty Mm -hmm. because his mom was the lady who ran the comedy store. Yep. Yeah. Mitzi Short. Yeah, Mitzi. So she yeah, so she's like comedy royalty as well. So he's sort of like the heir to the throne. Yeah, he was babysat by uh Sam Kennison and Richard Pryor and Robin Williams. Kinda hard to go to sleep when God. Sam Kennison is babysitting you. Not How very big on lullabies. Go to sleep <laughs> You little good night. <laughs> um Ted, I have a question for yeah. you. Yeah, buddy. The holiday season's coming up. What are some of your favorite uh, Christmas traditions at your household, at the Anderson household? Um, let's see. We make, uh, what do we make? Uh, kolache, which is a big nut roll, which I've given you guys. Uh, kolache, I have had that. big nut rolls here on the That's Biscuits and Gravy Show. <laughs> we love a big nut roll here. Uh, no, it's good, though. That's like Eastern European, yep, isn't it, right? Yeah, Pol- it's Polish. Polish? And then, yeah, so Polish and... Uh, so we do that with coffee, and we make a whole bunch coffee. of them. Give, give yeah, them great. Coffee. You make great coffee, dude. Yeah, I'm and obsessed I mean, with making good coffee. You make it really strong, like, and I love it. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you make it chuck-proof, and I love it. <laughs> Ted's got the whole setup from In Breaking Bad when, <laughs> when yeah. he goes, he's just like, why are we making meth? <laughs> Chuck was like, this is amazing coffee. Yeah, 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 coffee. <laughs> I think uh, the Polish people also do a really great thing. So you do the the roll. What's the name of the nut the roll? Rolled nut thing. Kolachi. 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 Yeah, Kolachi, or some some people call it kolach, but we call it kolachi. Joni loves kolachi. Don't laugh at that. I like joke. the poppy seed rolls that Polish people make. Poppy seed rolls or poppy seed bread. I really like that around the holidays. Those now. are really good. But the only thing I learned about those is um, they uh, go rancid really fast. The poppy seeds go rancid. Yeah. Super. You got to get them fresh. You got to make it. You got to eat it. You can't like keep it around. Ugh. If you yeah. take the poppy seeds and you grind them up. And then you can make them. other stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to make a beef Wellington, Ooh. so I'm looking Ooh. forward to doing that this year. I also always have my Festivus pole. Do you have a Festivus pole, Chuck? I do not have a Festivus so pole. When we put up, so when we put up the Christmas tree, I also put the Festivus pole up. So that's one of our little holiday I didn't see when I was over the, a few days ago. It's, it's hiding behind the Christmas tree. Oh, it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> we, we spatchcock a turkey every year. Oh, Nice. Tell us about that. That's when. That's just when you when you cut it open. So spatchcocking oh is good God, because yeah. it actually cooks the turkey. So the turkey gets cooked more thoroughly, and it also gets cooked more evenly and faster. And faster. And, yeah. it's, and it's super juicy. We brine it for 24 hours before. What do you okay. brine it in? Uh, I do star anise, oranges, a ton of salt, pepper, bay leaves. Ooh, I love uh, bay leaves, bro. I just get a. I have a massive pot. Like a stock pot? Yeah, I have a massive okay. stock pot. That's why I want to get one of those sous vide machines because we have a big old stock pot, and so I just want to, like, co- I can cook stuff right in the stock pot. Sous vide is so good. If I, if I get the sous vide, because we've got the vacuum sealer, too. I make a Wellington, so. and I sous vide it, the, the tenderloin. Okay, so I'm actually yeah. going to Costco tonight to get the to get the tenderloin before I have to go to work. Um, but you, you want to talk about you want to talk about tenderloins? I love tenderloins, bro. I love everything about them. Uh, so I usually get the tenderloin from Costco or Foodland. You know, it's usually... Uh, around a hundred bucks, and uh, let's talk about making the beef Wellington because this is something that I like to do every year. You got you take the tenderloin mm-hmm. 
and you cut it down the size because usually it's too big to make into right. a Wellington. So you usually got to cut it in like halves or thirds. And you want to put it great. Then you get extra tenderloin for whatever you want, bro. So there's a really good Gordon Ramsay video of him yes. making the beef Wellington. So I recommend checking that out. But don't uh, be a hero. Buy your puff pastry. Don't try to make your own. Don't puff pastry. ever make your own puff pastry. So stupid. Just go out and buy it. But you Just take the tenderloin. It. You put a quick sear on it. And then after it comes out with, the, with that sear while it's still hot, put a little mustard on there, a little oh, Dijon mustard. Yeah. That'll soak up that flavor. Then you got to make your mushroom dokesels. Very. The most important <clears throat> part about making the beef Wellington is cooking, cooking all of the moisture the out of the mushrooms. You want to make sure it's a bone dry. Than you think you should. Right, because and it's going to cook use a down. Mix of uh, brown cremini and shiitake. Yeah, and Ooh. then I also you can uh, cook shiitake without breaking down. As this well, year, so you can release all. The I'm going to throw some. Uh, you crumble up some chestnuts in there when you're making the dope ah, cells. This is where we divide. I don't think I want chestnuts in there, man. Yeah, I don't trust chestnuts. <clears throat> it goes bad. Um, well, I have not put chestnuts in in the past. Ooh. So, are you saying to not put chestnuts? Because I was going to do it this year for the first time. Ah. So, you're saying avoid putting the chestnuts in. I wouldn't do chestnuts. Well, right. look, you're, you're doing... Are you still doing prosciutto, or are you going to wrap it in? Of course, you got to yeah. do the prosciutto. Have you ever tried duck prosciutto? I have yes. had duck prosciutto so in good. Philadelphia. So it's so good. So we, like we, you take the duck cells, put it on the side. You got your tenderloin. You put that on the side. Here's what you're going to do. You put down some, some cling wrap. Mm-hmm. You layer it with a bunch of prosciutto, all right? Then you spread your mushroom duck cells on top of that prosciutto, and then put your tenderloin right on there, roll it up, and wrap it up. Get it nice and tight, and you put that in the fridge to to set for like an hour, half hour, something like that. Mm-hmm. Then when you pull it out, you wrap it nice and tight in the puff pastry, mm-hmm. put it in the oven. You're good put to go, baby. Do you glaze with butter to finish? You gotta you gotta put a little you gotta put a it little bit of like um, all the way, or you'll overcook it if you don't put butter on it. You right, want it to get you just want to do like just a quick egg wash, you know, and. It's also really cool if you put a little like pattern on there just to make it look fancy. I do the laced pattern. One year I did I took some puff pastry and I made it look like the laces of a football. So when it came Ooh. out, it looked like a big football. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, and then when you cut it open, boom, beef wellington. I've Nothing done, says holiday like beef wellington, man. Now alternatives, I've done so lamb leg. So I take a lamb leg, I cut it into thirds, and one third of it looked like a tenderloin. And I sous vide that and then I'd use that and it also I did a pork wellington once. And I substituted the mushrooms for shaved Granny Smith apples. Where did we eat in, on the west side where we had the Mahi Wellington? Oh, what was wait, the name what? of that place? Oh, this, Ted, you're going to blow your mind. Pacificos. At home, That's it. In your car. Pacific at what? work. Pacific O's. Pacific O's, which is they my favorite Hawaiian cereal. O.O. Farms, upcountry too. Oh, oh, uh, that's right. But yeah, I had a Mahi Mahi wellington it, it was, was really amazing. good yeah it was really good amazing best 70 bucks i've ever spent yeah so oh so pacificos mm-hmm. it's over on the west side 505 front street oh baby oh my god so good mahi wellington yeah it was so who would have thought it was juicy not overcooked yeah and it's hard man making a wellington in a restaurant is hard to get it just right but <laughs> uh, we shared the 200 dollars one in vegas it was so good <laughs> also when we were at pacificos <laughs> We we both got like an appetizer <laughs> and like an entree to share yeah. as an op- appetizer, and so our waitress was like, "Okay, so is that it?" And we're like, "No, we still have to order our, our own food. our entrees." Yeah, like, hold on, you're getting an appetizer <laughs> and a salad, and you're, you're sharing an entree, and you're sharing an entree as and an appetizer, then you're ordering two entrees. I'm like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Like. <laughs> You're welcome. Hello. Tip money. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When Chuck and I go out to also eat dinner, we spend like three hundred dollars. So bring them on, dude. <laughs> I like that drinks have changed. They're starting to do the dried citrus on top. They look like freeze dried. Oh yeah, I like that. Or oh, smoked. Yeah. And spicy drinks are coming back in a spot style, man. I love me some spicy mezcal drinks. They do that over at E. Colu. They have a spicy mezcal drink they got a good over one at E. Colu, and mm. they also put that With little. My favorite thing. They on put the, the little dried orange on, on there. The rim? Yep. <laughs> on the rim, and then they they use like a little. They have a little tiny wooden clothespin. Yeah, they just, it's so yep. cute. They just pin it right little, on there. Clothespin. What's your favorite spicy drink? Oh gosh. Um. You know what? If I'm honest, I'm just going to go with a Bloody Mary. I'm going to go with a yeah. proper, proper thick Bloody Mary's. Bloody really Mary. We had one in pick, Vegas. Pickles and shrimp and uh, a the Slim Jim in it. Yeah, we oh, had a yeah. we had a fully loaded one at Guy Fieri's place in mm-hmm. Vegas. It was pretty yummy. I got to say, wasn't uh, a big fan of him, but it was actually pretty yummy. Yeah, I mean, actually, people give Guy Fieri a lot of guff, but he's actually he actually does a lot of really good work. Mm-hmm. He's actually a really good person. Uh, people just like to clown on him. So he's an easy target, but Guy Fieri, you're all right, especially during COVID. Let's give he Guy did, Fieri the biscuit bump. He did – Guy Fieri, he did a lot of good work for a lot of restaurant employees. He did a lot of charity to help restaurant employees who were out of work because of COVID. So, you know, as a as a member of the food service industry, I applaud you, Guy Fieri. Have you seen that bit on uh, Conan where the guy, the stand-up comedian, defends Guy Fieri? Oh, he's the foreigner. He's great. Different guy. He looks uh, kind of like he's a road hand for the Allman Brothers. Oh, you believe <laughs> Okay. All right. And he does this whole bit of uh, why does everybody hate on Guy Fieri? And he just starts listing just all the facts. And the crowd's not having it. He's like, and as a comedian, I just love it. He's like, no, we're getting through this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Ted take that approach many times. <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> no, guys, buckle up. I'm going to finish. Uh, here's a question for you, Ted. Yeah. You've had many Christmases in your long and illustrious life. <laughs> I'm old now. Uh, how? What? What? What are some of your favorite all-time Christmas presents? Oh, um, have you had? Have you had any very memorable Christmas? I, presents? I got a space shuttle Lego set from my grandma. Ooh, a space shuttle Lego set? Yeah. What year was this? Oh God, it must have been like ninety-one, ninety-two. Dude, do you know how much that would be worth right now? Oh, it was. It was, the, and it had uh, bay doors that could open up and then release a little satellite. And it what? was, yeah, it open was the pod bay doors. Yeah. How? <laughs> Did they have a little uh, HAL nine thousand in there? <laughs> just to murder astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> And this is the dead Lego. Um, oh man! And yeah, that that was that was good. I got a submarine when I was about ten, I think, for the swimming pool. Oh, that was remote like, control. I was like, hold on, bro, you got a submarine? A real? Submarine? No, my dad just put me in a trash can and sealed it shut, like, <laughs> and threw me into the lake. I wasn't supposed to make it out of there. <laughs> There's no air holes. <laughs> it wasn't even Christmas. <laughs> How about you, Chuck? Any any uh, Christmas presents that stand out? Every year is Christmas now that I'm married. Okay. How about for uh, Christy, though? <laughs> but, uh, be, before you were married, there was still Christmas every year, though. So uh, I bought myself that, right? a smoker this year for Christmas. <laughs> and a kitchen and Sometimes the best presents are the ones you buy yourself. Yeah. Like, well, one year for my birthday, I bought myself Yes tickets. Oh, yeah. Like, front row tickets to go see Yes. And... Uh, that was one of the best presents I've ever received for my birthday. You know, one of my favorite presents, it wasn't even for me, it was for my girls. Do you remember when you came over and we stayed up late putting that My Little Pony castle together? <laughs> Sounds like a nightmare. The, it kind of was. <laughs> it took forever, and we're just sitting there drinking whiskey trying to figure out how this thing goes together. Yeah, you would have loved helps. it, Chuck, because I know how much you love a nightmare before Christmas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Let's take a quick contractually obligated break. Coming back from the show, we're going to talk more venture therapy. We're going to talk about venture physical therapy. We're going to talk shows. about Christmas. This is our Christmas spectacular. It is our Christmas so spectacular. We're going to get we're going to get very Christmassy as soon as we come back. Howdy ho! On biscuits and gravy. Wait, are we back on air? Yeah. <laughs> we're not on Facebook, so I can do this and not get sued. Here we go. Let me let me just play the clip. Here we go. All right, so since it is the holiday season, guys. A dip dee doo and a dickery dock. I love that uh, the Christmas uh, special episode of South Park. Oh, yeah. I just watched that last night. Rewatched Which the one? pandemics, uh, the most recent one, where they so, sing that song and everyone does cocaine and runs over each other. So you guys can't see, you guys can't see this because we're not on the air right now, but I brought in a little special drink for everybody to enjoy here. It wouldn't be out the holiday season without little adult drink for everybody. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's so lumpy. <laughs> I thought it was going to be eggnog. I thought it was going to be eggnog. Too. I, I was like, it was going to be eggnog. Nothing says holidays with biscuits and gravy. Oh like my a, God, it's warm. Uh, uh, it's, it's warmer so, than reindeer pee. If you guys can't see, uh, so I brought in a, a full thermos. <laughs> Of mushroom gravy that I made fresh this morning. I woke up early to make gravy for us. All right. Cheers, so, guys. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Here's Merry some biscuits Christmas. and gravy and oh, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. All right, here we go. Mm, mm. Wow, I got a chunk on mine. That was good. Mm. That's mushrooms. I. Oh my god, <laughs> mushrooms are really good. What kind of mushrooms are they? Uh, just regular mushrooms. Mm, they're so good. Are you sure? I'm going to be able to drive home. You can drive home <laughs> as long as you don't hit traffic. As, as long as you drive home within the next half hour. Oh, this came out good. So I also made a, I made a smoked pork a couple days ago in the yeah. smoker. And so I took some. I saved some of the drippings. Get it, get it dude. You know. <laughs> Ted is pounding that gravy. It. The biscuit gravy way. Good Anderson, I love you. Tony, I'm sorry. I just got gravy all over the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you want some gravy? I'm so glad this, isn't, uh, this wasn't uh, uh, eggnog. Oh no! That would have been so much worse. <laughs> it wouldn't be biscuits and gravy with, without a thermos full of hot gravy. Do, do, you, do you know about my, my aversion to eggnog? Did I ever tell you why that is? Uh, no. What is that? <laughs> is it the, the <laughs> Tony's not happy. Tony? Do you want some gravy? Tony, come in and get some gravy. There's, mm. there's not any actual alcohol in it, so it's free. To, it's safe to drink on the radio. Totally, <laughs> I don't care. It's lovely. <laughs> so so my, you don't like eggnog? No, I don't. Um, and when I was Tony, come on in. Gravy. Here, let me yeah, let me give you a little nice let me give you a little splash of gravy here, Tony, to it's, celebrate the holiday season with biscuits and gravy. Don't worry, buddy. It's keto. I ain't on a diet. There you go. Give that. This is uh, cheers, man. Cheers, my dears, to our studio engineer extraordinaire, Tony Two Tokes. DJ Tony we couldn't Tito. do it without you. Happy holidays, my friend. Story, be careful. It's very, very hot. Don't burn your lips. Mmm. 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 Oh, good. Be, I might be ready for a second glass soon. So yeah. Good? So like I said, I made that smoked pork. I did like a pork shoulder in the smoker, and so I took some of those drippings from the pork shoulder. Yeah. And I skimmed off all the fat and put it in the fridge. And then this morning, when I was making the gravy. I incorporated those drippings into the gravy that I was making. Oh, man, it came out. It actually so came good. out really nice. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, 
old diner restaurants we used to have on Maui is no longer here. Yeah. These like crazy. It's yeah, a flat top on the drippings. Local, on the local moco. Yeah. Oh, it's that gravy. thick diner gravy. Mm. This would be uh, amazing on a local moco. Yeah. Mm. 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 A thick mushroom gravy on a local moco. Thank you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Tony. Yeah. So, my dad. <laughs> I asked my dad. This is a first ever. This might be a radio first. What? Gravy chugging on the radio? <laughs> Just drinking a, a hot cup of gravy on the radio. Merry Christmas, guys. This is this is what Christmas is all about, right, Cheers, guys? Everybody. Cheers. Yes. I love you guys. That's fantastic. Ted, I love you, man. I love you too, buddy. I wish I saw you more often. I wish I saw everybody more often. Venture physical therapy, everybody. Yeah, nothing says like nothing says the epitome of health like drinking a cup of gravy. <laughs> I'm the biscuits and gravy. <laughs> this show. is doctor approved. We should make a we should make an infomercial and have Ted be the doctor. Like, hi, I'm Doctor Anderson. Actually, I think we have a clip of that somewhere. <laughs> One out of ten doctors would recommend biscuits and gravy gravy as a morning supplement. <laughs> I'm more concerned about your gravy level. <laughs> Bend over, Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pot. We are literally <laughs> drinking gravy out of a cup. Man, this gravy came out really good. Uh, yeah, I'm I kinda, got to taste it a little bit. I'm a little bit done being so on the good. radio. I just I'm surprised. Keep I'm surprised how hot it. This is great radio, by the way. Oh guys. my god, yeah. Chris, Chuck, what's your favorite Christmas song? I mean, actually, let's see here. It's just gonna sound so lame, but um, Phoebe Bridgers does a really good that's Christmas not, song. That's not lame. Yeah, remember when she smashed that guitar on SNL? That's how I just I, I discovered her. But I saw that and I was like, I wanted to hate on her because the smashing of the guitar was so lame. Mm. And then I found out she asked permission. And I was like, that's even more lame to ask but permission. Then I yeah, we talked about it on all the of show. Her music, and I was like, oh my god, this is great. Yeah, she's actually she's pretty punk rock. Mm-hmm. Remember when Sine- what Sinead O'Connor did on SNL? We relived that here <laughs> yeah. on, on this show, actually. That's how we lost our sponsorship from Ted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the Catholics were angry. That was... Yeah. <laughs> Fight the real enemy. <laughs> Which is much muscle atrophication. Right, Ted? Yes, yes. that is. <laughs> uh, Ted, you got a favorite Christmas song? Um, I, you know what? Chipmunks. It'd have to be chip, oh, yeah? okay. uh, Christmas time of year. That was... I haven't heard the chipmunks at all this Did season. you ever hear Patton Oswalt's bit about playing the chipmunk album at regular speed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Christmas is the time of year. <laughs> time for joy. <laughs> so, Chuck, I think you know my favorite Christmas song. Hmm. Is it another Christmas album? So my favorite Christmas album does not contain my favorite Christmas song. My favorite oh, okay. Christmas song is Holy Night by Mariah Carey. Yeah. Because she hits a note that is, like, humanly impossible to hit in that song. Night and it, like, she, yeah. she hits like She hits a note that could, like, shatter glass. It gives me goosebumps every Stained time I listen glass. to oh, wait. it. Baby. Can I change my answer because yeah. of the note? Yeah. Uh, White Christmas... Bing Crosby. Oh, yeah. Because he's got that Classic, baritone bro. from beating his children. And um, <laughs> Well, I also like the, the one in... That's a good one. I like the one from Home Alone that they're saying by the Drifters. Oh. By the way, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Drifters are coming to the Mac. No. What? what? I, think, uh, I think there's a couple old like um, like Motown bands that are coming to the Mac. 
uh, in January or February. <laughs> you're licking the so, <laughs> you're like, really you're <laughs> so if you're into those old time bands wrong. like the Pretenders and the Drifters and stuff, the Pretenders uh, and the Drifters are forty years apart, Vince. Getting in the gravy. <laughs> Chuck is licking the gravy off of his finger out of the cup. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's uh, over, but then right? my favorite, my favorite Christmas album, of course, is by. Bad Religion. And they have a really great album with a really great bad, cause. Bad they Religion. Like to plug it every year. Bad Religion is a notoriously atheist punk band. Uh, and they cover all these Christmas songs and they take all the proceeds from the album and donate it to victims of priest abuse. Oh, that's really cool. So, yeah. So Very it's, specific. Uh, yeah, so it's a uh, it's a really cool cause, and also, I mean, like they nail the Christmas songs, and nothing will make a Christmas song more catchy. Like I've had these Christmas songs stuck in my head every year since I started listening to this album. It's so good. So if if you're a punk fan, definitely check that out. It's the best punk Christmas album you're gonna find out there. Weezer has a couple good Christmas songs. I got to say, they're really leaning into the cover song genre of their life. And then, believe it or not. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Yes, yes. Has a phenomenal Christmas yes. album, bro. I love it. We just started, Ann and I just started listening to it this year, and we're like, oh my God, this is amazing. I just heard this year, it came out in 2014. Where has it been my whole life? It's so and good. Even though I don't like Kanye West, and not just because of recent events, I've been a detractor of Kanye West for some time on this show. But he, they do have, he has a song called Christmas in Harlem, which is very catchy, and uh, I'm a big fan of that one as well. What's the one from Saturday Night Live I just saw that I, I sing almost every year? I started thinking of it even before Christmas. Uh, the Jews come out on Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a, About <laughs> shopping and eating Chinese food. It's fantastic. <laughs> they get the city to themselves. Like, yeah. Oh, it's great. You know, I haven't heard the Hanukkah song at all this year either. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I did. Yeah. Um, well, if you eat more Hanukkah coins, maybe, yeah, maybe. Adam Sandler will appear and play the Hanukkah song. We had a really racist patient in the uh, clinic, uh, very anti-Semitic, a few weeks ago. Ooh. And well, it's the season for anti-Semitism. Yeah, right? And so uh, one of our therapists is half Jewish, so we decked the clinic out. Uh, in Hanukkah gear, just to spite her. Oh, better than spite holidays. <laughs> to to spite the anti semite. Yes. Okay. okay yeah. Cool. Yeah. No. 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 So that's our, our our therapist helped us buy. Like she was she's gone on vacation. She's like, I'm not going to be here for it. But I got you all these menorahs to put all over the place. So we're lighting menorahs every day at work. That's cool. You're like, we're going to try something different on you today. And like, you get out the dreidel, and you're like, this is where we're going to work your muscles. <laughs> so uh, can you actually put your foot over this? I want to see your foot roll. How, how do you like it? I made it out of clay. So. <laughs> Friends, friends of the show, uh, Willie Simon from Two Dumb Babies, his podcast, they had a very funny take on Adam Sandler and uh, Hanukkah and everything, where it was um, Adam Sandler got a deal for for eight movies on Netflix, and he only had enough jokes for one movie, <laughs> but he made it last for eight movies. <laughs> So if you haven't listened to Two Dumb Babies podcast in a while, go Adam check that out. Those guys are so funny. Where he is a cobbler. Oh, really? Yes. yes. He turns into a pie? Uh, yes. <laughs> that sounds more like the cobbler. Pie. That sounds more like a Rob Schneider that, that vehicle. Like, it's like two different movies, though. Like, it starts out like a fun elf Christmas kind of like story, and then all of a sudden becomes, uh, what was the one where he was the jewel salesman? Oh, that's oh uh, uncut, uncut gems. gems. Yeah, all of a sudden it becomes uncut gems in the back half, and you're like, whoa, 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 what's this come from? Dark, <laughs> wet, dude. Why are you naked in a trunk? Also, <laughs> speaking of anti-Semitism, did you see that KFC in Germany accidentally did a promotion that lined up with Kristallnacht? 
Oh, where no. <laughs> they had like an algorithm that just went through the calendar and made like chicken based promotions. All that, about it. That lined up with stuff on the calendar. But because in Germany, Kristallnacht is like an observed thing. It's an anti-holiday. Yeah. Like, it's like we, no one's allowed to smile today. Yeah, exactly. And so, <laughs> so like, the, like, on Twitter, they're like, celebrate Kristallnacht. With, come, come in the KFC and get some <laughs> free fried chicken. <laughs> right out of the oven. <laughs> and everybody was, oh, man. Dude. Oh, oh, and Lord. also, the oh, New Lord. York Times published a swastika-shaped crossword puzzle on the first oh, day of Hanukkah. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, so on Sunday, the Sunday New York Times crossword puzzle, which also was the <laughs> no. first day of Hanukkah, no. was shaped like a swastika. And I actually... Did like, it's actually, it's like, actually a good a crossword puzzle. puzzle. Yeah, it's actually a good crossword puzzle. Like, I did that Sunday's crossword puzzle, and then I saw it at, when somebody somebody pointed it out online. I was like, whoa. It's, like, very noticeable once, once somebody points it out to you. <laughs> Uh, I have the New York Times crossword puzzle app here. And, and you can uh, look this up at home right now, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Let me car, see. I want to see this because I want to know if it's like kind of like a swastika and people are like overdoing it or if it's like, oh, oh like, dear God. Someone's like, oh, pinwheels look like a swastika. Oh, look, Jesus is in that toast. All right. So this is the crossword puzzle. I mean. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's, yeah. uh, it's a spirally kind of shape. But uh, if you're looking for it, it's definitely there. Yeah, if you're if you're really want it to be there, it's there. But you know, why is the question? <laughs> and for I, and down. Chuck really wants it to be there. Yeah, eleven down <laughs> is this didn't happen. <laughs> Wait, apparently, <laughs> uh, it says instead of solution, it says final solution. Ah, interesting. Okay, it says there's uh, a thousand questions, but uh, really there's only seventy. Yeah, All right, Ted. Mel, okay. Mel on this one a lot. Ted, I got a question for you. Yeah. I, I've been over your house on Christmas, and we watched... What was the Jug Band Christmas? Oh, that's that Jason Strawn's uh, Emmett Otter's, uh, Emmett Chris, Otter's Christmas, Jug Band. Ju- oh, Christmas Jug Band. Oh, you mean the Fever Train? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is Jason's. He watches it with us every year, and it is the worst. Those are like nightmares. Where I you enjoyed wake, it. Where you wake up, but your, your body can't move, and you're like, please wake me up. Please wake <laughs> me up. I can't get out of this. Sleep paralysis. Yeah. Watching Emmett Otter's so Jug Band Christmas. He, Jason loves that. Big J uh, Strawn loves that so much that um, for Christmas last year it was fun from Alibaba I got the whole all these little felt characters that were handcrafted for each of the little things and so I ordered them like Alibaba of course is like the Chinese Amazon yeah so I ordered them in May with the idea that they would show up like November December hopefully and he didn't get them so then they all showed up in March I was like, hey, dude, have Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right. Favorite Christmas movie? <clears throat> Die Hard. Of course. Ted, favorite Christmas movie? Uh, National Lampoon's. Oh, nice. You know, yeah. that's ranked one of the worst Christmas movies because every character in it is so vile. And one one critic said it seemed like a bunch of skits put together. And my answer that's to that pretty was... pretty much what it is. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yeah, you got Everyone it. Everyone in it is so hateable, <laughs> and it is just a bunch of funny skits put together. Now, my, my sister's a huge diehard fan. I think she would agree with you there. Mm-hmm. And so, in honor of the holidays, I put together for you guys a little holiday movie quiz. Oh, Ooh. I love it! So, you can play at home on KKU right. you can find the voice of Mally. So, if you guys want to play along at home, feel free to do so. Uh, I'm going to play clips from ten Christmas movies. Okay. And uh, the, the first First one to figure out what it is, ring in, and if you get it right, we'll go, I'll give you a point. Okay, so I'll keep score here. All okay. right, so uh, as soon as you know what it is, ring in. All right, so here's the first one. I'm singing. 
Elf. I'm singing. Elf is I'm absolutely correct. And I'm, I'm singing. singing. There's no singing in the North Pole. Yes, Mr. there is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's our second one. Ah, fragile. Oh, ah, come on. Ted, Christmas that. story. Christmas story. Fragile. I think it's Italian. Must be Italian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's, here's a third one. I shot a kid. He was 13 years old. Mystic River. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's like the crux of the, the character arc for this character in the movie. I shot a kid. He was 13 years old. My sister is pulling her hair out right now that neither one of you guys is getting this. That is uh, Die Hard. That is absolutely correct. Yeah. Die Hard. Where? Oh, my God. The cop. That's the when cop. we find yeah, out right. uh, Carl Winslow's backstory. Oh, that's right. It's kind of like a fry cook. <laughs> I shot a kid. Yep. All right, here we go. You know mom's going to pack your stuff anyway. Oh. Home Alone. What the French call? Les Incompetents. Okay. Chuck tied it up. All right, number five. What is it you want, Mary? You, you want the moon? Oh, it's a wonderful one, life. It is a wonderful life. That's correct. What is it you want, Mary? Is it the moon? <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk about how messed up that movie is when we get done with this quiz. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is sick on all sorts of levels. Do you want the Aren't moon, the Mary? the bakers supposed to be the good guys in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we, we don't go. actually have your money. Your money is over here and over the, here. The bad guy gets twice the money at the end, the money he stole, as well as the money that the town cat brought together. Yeah, dude. <laughs> There's an old SNL episode where they're like, they're all celebrating at the end, and then they're like, Hey, what about Mr. Potter? And then they all go over and beat him up and like throw him out of the chair and and <laughs> just 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 remember that that movie starts with uh, George as a kid, like twelve year old, working as a pharmacy tech. Yeah, <laughs> and the pharmacist tries to commit genocide in the town, and George stops him and is rewarded by getting his eardrums beat in and is bleeding from the ears. Yep, yeah, and that's then his the brother opener. loses his hearing <laughs> through drowning. Right. All right, number five. <laughs> These two are looking for a turbo man. Oh, jingle all the way. Ah, it is. Where's your Christmas spirit? <laughs> the holiday spectacular. Jingle all the way. It's a great movie, dude. <laughs> okay. Phil Hartman's a sexual deviant. All right, here we go. <laughs> he always was. Raj, meet your new partner. Oh, I'm too old for this. Is this like Chris Lethal Weapon? Yes, it is. Is it what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on, can you play that? I love the guitar in that one more time. The guitar alone should give it away. Raj, meet your new partner. This is uh, number eight. If you please, Mr. Scrooge. The bookkeeping ah, Muppet, uh, Muppet Christmas Story. That Christmas is. Christmas Which is Christmas one of the best versions of a Muppet I would Christmas Carol. 100% agree. With a friend of the show. <clears throat> Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. So Michael Caine. that and Elf, though, I wish that local theaters would just never do. Never. All right. Here we go. <laughs> this is uh, number nine. Smite me in the studio. Here we go. Christmas, Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> God, say, Chrissy's, right. kick, Chrissy's kicking me out. Uh, My clothes are going to be all over the front yard. She's mine now. <laughs> and here's the last one. But I think that the most likely reason. How the Grinch stole Christmas. The original Barlet Boris Karloff. Wow. Good job, Ted. Boom. That is absolutely correct. And, Ted, that means you are the official winner. Uh, of, oh, the name of the, the quiz was uh, 
Do they know it's Christmas movie? <laughs> Based on the hit holiday Band-Aid song. Do winner, winner, spatchcock dinner. That song, by the way, do they know it's Christmas? <laughs> There'll be no more snow in Africa. Do they know what it's Christmas What a sensitive movie? song. <laughs> uh, Kilimanjaro's fine, okay? Do they know it's Christmas? No, we're bombing Somalia. <laughs> <laughs> so they do know it's Christmas. It's raining something. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's uh, snowing fallout. Tim, but. have you seen Claws? On Netflix? Yes, it's fantastic. Yeah, I uh, I had heard it. It was kind of good, and so I decided to check it out. And it's a it might be like a modern classic, actually. It got nominated for an Oscar. I, the only argument I heard about it was uh, from, a, from a guy that's a cartoonist on Island was that it's pretty much the same plot as Emperor's New Groove. Okay. okay. <laughs> I can see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, anything despite David I definitely Spade. enjoy it. It's got Jason Schwartzman in, in a Christmas movie who is technically not Jewish, but his father was Jewish. His mother was not was not his mother was not Jewish, so he's not technically Jewish. But uh, his father was Jewish, I mean, so he's kind of half Jew. Schwartzman. Uh, it's also got uh, Norm Macdonald in it. Whoa. Norm Macdonald, yep. which is it's like his second to last IMDb <clears throat> credit because he plays the old sea captain. And uh, it, it's worth it. No, it's he, worth plays the price Nor- of admi- he plays Norm Macdonald. It's worth the price of admission alone, <laughs> just for that Norm Macdonald. It's a, it's, it's a little heartwarming tale. I wonder what casino he cashed his check in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what else. Oh, here's a nice little fun Christmas conspiracy for you. Ooh. Uh, we all know that Disney worships the devil, right? I'm all about it. We've talked about this. Disney is lizard people, and they're also Satanists, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm Clearly. a big fan of. As you know, I have a on my. <laughs> My Facebook background is a freeze frame of Beauty and the Beast when Gaston puts the the stool with the three ladies on it down. Yeah. And there's a freeze frame where they're throwing up the horns. Yeah, dog. <laughs> um, which is one of my favorite. No one fights like one Gaston. One of my favorite. No one takes the butt like Gaston. <laughs> uh, and so... In the in the latest, you know how uh, Tim Allen's in that new Santa Claus series yes, it's awesome. on Disney Plus. Uh, there's a scene where they they're spelling out with uh, block letters, "We love you, Santa," but they accidentally spell out, "We love you, Satan." Oh, and so some Christians have gotten upset about that uh, and started accusing Disney of worshiping Satan. Oh, which we know that they've been doing for a long time. I mean, <laughs> accusing it, or acknowledging? It, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So. So it's uh, almost time to end the show. So we've got two minutes left. Let's do a little Chuck stuff. The Knowledge Buffalo Christmas edition. Sure thing. John in Ashburn, Virginia, wants to know: Christmas is based on what ancient Roman holiday? Saturnalia. Saturnalia is correct. Uh, Allison in Tacoma, Washington, wants to know: What were the three gifts given by the three wise men? Frankincense. Ted, you're allowed to help. And myrrh. Yep. Gold and myrrh. That's very good. And nothing. Follow up uh, question. Ted, why? Nothing a baby Jew likes more than some gold. Uh, gold. It's all to represent that he's the king. That the he's king the king. In ways. And that he smells good. Frankincense and myrrh. Frankincense. Uh, yeah, frankincense is an embalming or myrrh is an embalming fluid that he would die, and frankincense is an offering to God, which means he'll rise again. Yep. And then gold means he's the one true king. There you go. And our final question is always a sports question. Can you smoke embalming fluid? Is that right? Is that uh, right? Yeah. That's yeah, that's like, when you smoke weed dipped in embalming fluid. Let's smoke some embalming fluid. Did that one Bible. time, did not care for it. All right, our third question is always a sports question because, you as you know, sports wet. is Chuck's Achilles hoof. <laughs> Mike and Pukalani wants to know, in the famous uh, 1914 Christmas truce, also known as Christmas in the Trenches, what sport was played between opposing soldiers? What sport was played between opposing <laughs> soldiers? Is it, it's exactly what you think it would be in Europe. Football? 
That is soccer. Soccer football is absolutely yeah. correct, and I'm sure France probably lost that one too. <laughs> <laughs> and so you got three out of three. So it's a very merry Christmas merry for Christmas, us all. Merry Christmas, everybody! Ted and, and Victor that means that Thank you so much. We are Thank the you we are the three wise men, and you are the wisest buffalo. And that also means that that's <laughs> the end of our show. But it's not the end of biscuits and gravy. We'll see you next year.